Welcome to episode 274 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on the Disney parks in Asia, including Tokyo Disney Resort, Hong Kong Disneyland, and Shanghai Disneyland, and so much more. We're coming to you directly from Japan, and you can find us everywhere if you just search under TDR Explorer. Yeah, and have fun exploring it because there's like so much content. I'm one of your hosts, Trish. I'm a city guide, and you can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and Instagram. And I guess I am the one watching uh, animation trailers on on loop. They just released um, <laughs> the Attack on Titan trailer oh, yes. and Sailor Moon movie trailer. So I'm like, yay, exciting. Oh, the new Sailor Moon stuff. That's <laughs> yes. awesome. Yeah, we're finally getting the starlights, which is very exciting. Yay. 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 <laughs> and, and, and that lovely voice that you hear is the... Amazing, Chris. Chris, what's going on? Hi. Hey. Not much. I am the one excited for for QPOT because they just announced a collaboration with Card Captor Sakura. No way! I didn't see that. <laughs> yep. yep. Yes. <laughs> That's starting, I think, in March. Wow, this could be yeah, so yeah. cute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actually going to be doing something with QPOT. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be doing some filming at their Harajuku location. So they sent us over the press release for mm-hmm. the card capture stuff. So I thought that's, that was pretty cool. That yeah. was pretty cool. Very exciting stuff. Very exciting stuff. Yeah. So what's been going on? So much. It's the, it's the <laughs> so beginning much. of the year. It's the beginning of the year. So everything, everything. A lot happening. Yeah. All, everything. Everything, ev- everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. So when is that, that coming out title? here, by the way? <laughs> March. Yes. <laughs> More releases. It's been out everywhere else for like a year, uh-huh. which is ridiculous. Whatever. I-, I-, I already saw it. I saw it back in July. Oh, June cool. or July. I'm really so. excited about it. It's a good, it's a very good film. I highly recommend it. It's been cold here. You know, it might, it, it might snow this week. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope so. I've got fuzzy bunny pajamas. I've got fuzzy socks. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Uh, my heater's been on. I've been wearing pretty much fleece everything in the house. Just, yeah, f- f- trying to keep warm. And it was raining the other day, too. Oh, the worst. Yeah. Cold, windy. It's the worst when it's raining and cold. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know what's funny? Yeah. They still did fireworks. Tokyo Disney still did the fireworks. Uh, it depends on like the upper level winds though, right? Yeah. It's just so funny because like, you know, sometimes you'll be at the park and it seems like it's a perfect night. Mm-hmm. Due to inclement weather, the fireworks have been canceled. No. <laughs> and then days where it's like it's freezing, it's windy, and it's cold, and it's raining. And the fireworks happen. So it's oh. just <laughs> such a funny thing. Yeah. You got to wait for that announcement, right? Yeah. I mean, not that our fireworks are anything to write home about anyway. It's fireworks. It's still fireworks. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, today we're going to be talking about what it's like visiting Tokyo Disney in 2023. Because I know a lot of people are planning to visit this year. Mm-hmm. Finally. Right with uh, the borders opening back in October, it was very safe for people to start planning their trip because the borders are open. So 
you know, yay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, it'll be interesting to see what kind of year we'll be in for, right? Yeah, so this will be the first year with, well, I guess, you know, visitors back after almost three years of being closed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Tokyo Disney's still figuring it out slowly, painfully slow, but uh, we're getting there, I think. But yeah, I thought today well, we can just talk about like all the different changes and what to expect this year and just to preface everything to things could change. They probably will change. So just check the Tokyo Disney Resort website because they do have a lot of this information up there. It's a little bit hard to find, but trust me, if you look, it, it is there. So why don't we just get right into it? This is probably the <laughs> the the most interesting change that I've seen uh-huh. with Tokyo Disney. They're now consistently opening the park early. Yeah, I think this is actually a good um, now that we know that it's happening. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a really good thing because, like for example, when I when I went with my son and his cousin last was it last month last month. You know, he was saying like that for him, he'd much rather go to the gates when there's not like a massive line because he doesn't feel comfortable like being surrounded by like all those people. So for people like that, it's a really good thing if you want to get a head start, get in there early. Um, If you have like a lot of goals that you want to achieve, you can do that. You can get there really early and then enter early and get an early start. So it's good. It's like it's kind of flexible. It lets different people do different things, which is nice. Oh, yeah. It's kind of, they took a page out of uh, Universal, mm-hmm. Universal Japan. Because Universal has been doing this for, for, I think, as long as I can remember. They've been opening the gates early. But I think for Universal, it's more like a practical reason because they don't have as much space and they don't have as many gates, right? No, they just have the one, right? Mm-hmm. The one gate. And it's more of a safety thing mm-hmm. just because you can't have people lined up all the way through universal city walk to the train station like there's a finite amount of space and it gets dangerous right so it just makes sense to let people in Mm -hmm. early so it looks like tokyo disney's taking the same route which i i agree with i agree with that because not that i've been much lately but in the past if you were there before park open it was very crowded yeah to the point where it's like it's uncomfortable how crowded it is. And also, like, in any case, even, like, if you were there at opening, you know, let's say you got there when the park's open, you'd have to wait, like, half an hour to for the line to move through the gates anyway. So, I mean, it just works out a little easier this way, I find. Yeah, start trickling people in. So, I haven't done enough research on this to know... Like, I've looked at some blogs and stuff, but it looks like a lot of people don't really know yet. Yeah, I have that feeling, too. What it looks like is happening is, because the park is consistently opening at 9, which I hope at at some point they change the hours back to what they were. Because before everything, the park was 8 to 10, Mm -hmm. pretty much every day. But since uh, 2020, it's been 9 to 9, right? So the hours are short, one hour shorter on either end. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, wait, is my math right? So hopefully at some point they go back to that, but who knows what's going to happen. It would be nice, but they're charging a higher price 
paying less staff. I don't know if it's working, if nobody's complaining for a while, they can keep it that way. Right. Yeah. So the park is, if the park is set to open at nine, they're going to start letting people in at like either eight 45 or eight 30 or even earlier. So it kind of depends on the day and how busy it is. Mm -hmm. Now, the one thing I need to figure out though, is like what happens with the people that have the happy 15 or the early entry, right? It's got to be early. It's got to be early. They let them in first, right? So like, well, like my question would be, do they tell the hotel guests this the day before? Like, Hey, tomorrow the park is said to open at this time, but you should line up at this time. You know, I don't think they would. I think they would tell them that this is when they're letting people in and to be there at a certain time. And I don't know, I, I would imagine they let them in first, but like, I don't know if they necessarily specifically tell them that or not. You know, you're yeah. tell soon. So you can ask. Yeah. See what they say. No, don't even ask. See what they say when you stay there. Mm. So if they tell you, you know, if you ask, you know, they, and see what happens when you, if you ask, if they don't tell you. Yeah, I'm actually staying there tomorrow. I'm staying mm-hmm. at the hotel tomorrow. So I'll I'll investigate. I'll yes. investigate and report back on, on how that how that's going to go. Because th- how it works is like the hotel guests that have the early entry have a separate like entrance, right? Yeah. So they can kind of so it's it's less crowded, right? Mm-hmm. So they can get in much quicker as compared to everybody else. So at at the very least, you get in the park quicker. Because you have a separate entrance. That's true. Which is, it, it's all clearly marked and everything. So, you know, don't worry about that detail just yet. It's all clearly marked. But park is opening up earlier. So that's kind of what's happening with that. And, oh my goodness, the more I talk about this, the more I've realized I don't know. So if you're in the park before the official opening, I don't think like the DPA and all that kind of stuff is on yet. It's, I don't know. It's not... It's not open until the official park opens, like restaurant reservations and all of that. All that stuff, yeah. yeah. That's what I thought was would be the case because that would make sense. So it's just kind of if you get in there, let's say 8.30, you, you get in, cool. And even the attraction times, I think you can – I, I, I want to say you, you can maybe do the attraction reservation. Am I wrong? I might be wrong about that. But I know even the I'm wait times, check. even the wait times won't come up until the park is park open. open. Yeah. There's a lot of unknowns with that. Anyway, <laughs> just know the park is opening earlier than like the, well, I shouldn't say opening early. They're letting people in early before yes. the official opening time. That's the better way to phrase it. So not everything may be open, but you can at least scan the park and get a head start, which is better than nothing. Mm-hmm. Next thing, I guess uh the biggest thing is the app heavy reliance on the app there was a heavy reliance on it in 2019 when the world was wide open well now there's even more reliance on the app you need the app if you don't have the app you're gonna have a very hard time Mm -hmm. it's gonna be more frustrating than it already is the funny thing is if you have the app it'll also still be a hard time (laughs) (laughs) it's still gonna be frustrating i will say though after using like the app at disney world ours is kind of a cakewalk I feel like I, I don't understand why they changed the system. At, I guess like they they wanted to charge people, but like before, like the system when it was just the magic bands and stuff was so easy to use, like so easy to use. And now, like everybody that here is using the new system says it's a nightmare and it's awful. And I'm like, why did they change it? I mean, I get why <laughs> they changed it, but yeah. darn it. <laughs> so for us here, the app 
essential. You need to have it. You're going to be scanning everyone's tickets into it. And when you scan tickets, you can't do it until you're in the park and everyone's scanned in. You can't Mm -hmm. do any of that ahead of time. Unless you buy it through the app, which is so much easier. If you can do it, do it that way. That's only with the Japanese version of the app. Oh. It doesn't work in English. (laughs) Okay, okay, I have a weird question. Okay. Yeah. Could you, if you're overseas, use the Japanese version of the app or no? I mean, you can if you can figure it out, but the problem is you have to have a Japanese Disney account. Oh. And I tried You need the address for that or? Yeah. Like, er everything's in Japanese. Like, you put in a phone number, address. Like, it's kind of a, like... If you want to fumble through it, you yeah, can. Yeah, it would be a nightmare, though. But yeah, it's, it's not worth if it. If you can't, yeah, if you can't read Japanese or anything like that, it's like you're gonna have. It's gonna be a frustrating. And you time. can just scan the tickets when you go in the park anyway, so it's not like a big yeah, deal. Yeah, just do that. It's not worth the hassle, honestly. Mm-hmm. But if you do live here, go do everything with the Japanese app. It'll just be easier for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that I have to explain all the time with the app. It's such it's 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 confusing. I understand. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, with the app, there's the standby pass, which there's a Tokyo Disney keeps a list of it online on their website as to which attractions are using it. Standby pass is not really being used all that much for attractions as much as it was before. It's like a free for all. Sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Like now it's kind of like the off season, so I imagine not so much. Yeah, it's more being used for crowd control for restaurants and shops now. Ugh, which is a freaking nightmare. To get into certain restaurants, like counter service restaurants and shops, you will need a standby pass, which you have to do through the app. And that's usually during merch release days. So again, you can check the Tokyo Disney Resort website and, and it, it does tell you like what days they're going to have like a shop or a restaurant requires a standby pass. Mm-hmm. So check that ahead of time. And that's free. It doesn't cost anything. You just have to have one to do that experience. Then there's the Disney Premier Access, which is the paid FastPass option, because we don't have FastPasses no more anymore. They're no. gone. They're not coming back. So this is the paid FastPass option, which is like Being the Beast, Splash Mountain, and Baymax, I think. Those are the three. And then at Disneyland or Disney Sea is Soaring, Toy Story. Tower of Terror, Journey to, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and they're all they're they're all different price points and stuff like that. And that's for you know basically the skip the line thing, and you have to do it when you're in the park. You don't do it ahead of time. It's all what's available when you get inside the park. So that's also like another perk, or another not not a park, but a another reason to get to the park early. You have more options for the Disney Premier Access because they do sell out because people do buy it, people do pay for it. Otherwise, you're going to have to wait in the regular standby line. That's pretty much it. And then we have the entry request. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> entry request is just another name for the lottery. Yes. That's all it is. It's just a lottery you do on your phone. There's no more kiosks to go to. Because, you know, back in 2015, 2016, we would do the lottery for the shows. Well, you don't do that anymore by going to the kiosk. You do it all through your phone. Mm-hmm. They just change it to entry request and... If you lose it, well, you're not going to be able to watch that performance. Yep. Is what it is. And it's very random. Mm-hmm. So that's the app. And uh, I guess another thing to note is uh, there's no park-wide Wi-Fi. There's Wi-Fi in the front of both parks, and that's it. Yeah. You need to have a data connection. So rent yourself a pocket Wi-Fi or have a SIM card. Like, you need it. 
Like you absolutely need it. Like even with a data connection, we were at Disney Sea last month and it was just a <laughs> nightmare. You know, the the internet was so bad. I was like, oh, this sucks. You know? I was like waiting for the show and I'm like, the internet is like semi functional. <laughs> yeah. The worst. So, yeah, there's that with the app. We can go on forever. And we had problems with the app because of that. Because, like, I was like, okay, let's check what the wait time is for this. And I'm like, mine isn't working. Is yours working? And we were all three of us trying to see if one of us could get a connection to the app to see the wait times. And it's like, oh, it's so freaking annoying. What else is there? Vacation packages. Vacation packages, as of right now, they're not available to overseas guests. So if you live in Japan, you can buy them because they're on the Japanese Tokyo Disney Resort website, reservation mm-hmm. website. So if you live here, yes, you can book it. Because again, you need a Japanese Disney account and credit card address, all that stuff. That's fine. But if you're visiting from overseas, the website still says they're not issuing, not issuing, they're not selling them mm-hmm. yet. Don't know when that's going to come back. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It took a while for it to be available in the first place, right? Yeah, it did. What else has changed at Tokyo Disney? Well, masks are still, you're still required to wear one. Mm-hmm. Well, it says like required in general. So basically, unless you're outside and you're spaced from people, you you know, you can choose not to wear one. But other than that, they want you to wear it. So uh, I just leave mine on all the time. It's just easier that way. Yeah. Whatever. I'm kind of at the, I, I, like, I'm so used to it here. Like it's it's just so it's second nature. So just you just put it on, right? Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if that's gonna if that rule is gonna change at all. I don't think anytime so. soon. I don't think so either. Also, at the restaurants, they still have the plastic barriers, which is annoying on the tables. Yeah, they're it's just like oh, I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> it's just the bear. The, also, they're the plastic kinda, barriers they're are kind of gross because I don't think they're cleaned all that well. Like, I, I'm sure if they wipe it down, but it doesn't look. I, I mean, maybe because they're old. I don't know. It looks kind of gross. I'm like, I'm so sick of the barriers. They're starting to get a little worn, right? Like, yeah, you know, yeah. It's starting to look bad. Yeah, I know. I'm like, please get rid. You got rid of them on the attractions. Can we get rid of them in the restaurants? Oh, yeah. We already talked about the inconsistency with the standby pass. Are we like? Like sometimes it's on, sometimes it's not on. It really depends on the crowds. Uh huh. So you just have to check the Tokyo Disney Resort website. Sometimes it'll be on, sometimes it won't be. It's just I wish I had a better answer. I don't. <laughs> it's just oh boy. I mean, it, a good thing, a good way to guess if it's high season, probably it will be somewhat in use. Right? Yeah. So that's kind of what it's like visiting right now. Um, just a lot of um. A lot of changes. It's fine, but it's inconvenient. You know, you'll have a good time because it's Disney. You'll 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 probably have a good time, right? But yeah. like restaurant reservations are a nightmare. If you don't come often and if things are a lottery, good luck with that. You might not be able to do what you want to do. I would say go in with with no like big expectations of what you must do. Uh, if you get to do something, it's that's great, but don't let it ruin your day if you can't do it, you know? Yeah. Do the best you can. And you're listening to us here because we, you know, we talk about these things that keep you informed. Videos on YouTube and the website and everything. Like we're doing our best to kind of keep 
you informed as to how things are working here. But yeah, overall, knowing these things, you're you're better prepared. Mm-hmm. So you can have, you know, the best time you possibly can. Because the parks are still wonderful. Despite all the stuff we just talked about, the parks are still wonderful. It's lovely seeing Electrical Parade Dreamlights. Like, that show is always wonderful. I wish the dancers would come back. But the <laughs> show is still wonderful. You know, Dreaming Up is still happening. Again, I wish the dancers would come back. But that's not going to happen at this point. Because the parade is ending to make way for the 40th anniversary parade. The Being and the Beast attraction, you know, wonderful. Absolutely a wonderful ride. Just, you know, all the other stuff at Tokyo Disney, you know, is it's still it's still very wonderful. But yeah, uh, speaking of the anniversary, so I guess like throughout the year, the biggest thing happening this year is uh, the 40th anniversary starting on April 15th at Disneyland. And we're going to have a new parade, which I'm looking forward to. That's pretty exciting. I hope there's dancers. I hope so. I hope this is... <laughs> I imagine like, there I, would I, be, right? I understand them not bringing back the dancers for Dreaming Up because... You know, like, why would you start that again? Just have the parade go away in a few months? (laughs) You know, but I mean, that's not important, right? (laughs) I mean, at this point, I understand why not bringing it back. Like, the the parade's going away, so. That would be why you would bring it back, to let people experience it one last time. But no, I get it. That's not, like, a priority. So I hope they bring dancers for the new parade. I hope so. I, I hope that's, like, Maybe the 40th will be like the start of things going back to a regular way of operating, um, lifting some of these restrictions, like the getting rid of those barriers, you know, the plastic barriers and things like that. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I have no idea. But yeah, 40th anniversary starting. They haven't released a lot of information yet. We're into January. Usually we know the stuff by now, so don't know. Did they release like anything? Uh, we know the costumes. That's about it. Okay, the costumes, the parade. And some, uh, this collectible 40th anniversary, like, frame. Yeah. That they're going to be releasing, like, parts of the puzzle inside of the frame Mm -hmm. throughout the year to collect, which is kind of neat. But other than that, no, we don't know anything about food or merchandise. There'll be food and merch, for sure. (laughs) So that's not like a... They're waiting. Yeah. So if that hasn't been announced yet, they'll announce it soon. Probably either this month or next. Yeah. It would have to be. March, They, I think March would be too late. Like, it, they're probably like letting mini, the mini Mouse event start get started, and then probably next month they'll announce it, right? Because they need to put in the Disney fan magazine, which has to come out like at least a month before. Right, right. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So probably next month. Yeah, you're right. Because the, the mini stuff just started. Mm-hmm. The mini Mouse winter event. And the Duffy Winter event is the merch food event, too, that's starting. Has started or is starting right away, something like that. Oh, man, don't go on that day because that'll be a nightmare. Okay, so yes, key point. Listen, or maybe maybe it could work out. Do yourself a favor. If you want to do shopping, don't go on a merch release day. If you want to do attractions, pretty good, except there's going to be a lot of intense people in line early in the morning so i don't know if you want to deal with those people but um yeah if you want to do attractions and stuff good day to go if you want to do shopping mm-mm, you're not going to get in those shops it's going to be a nightmare so think about that when you're planning next year so complicated right So complicated <laughs> it's like a double-edged sword like depending on what you want to do it could work out <laughs> could could not yeah who knows so yeah that's kind of uh 
how it's probably going to be for this year for visiting. So just so you're aware and you know how things are going. You know what I wish they would do? Like something I would like to see them add for next year. And I know it's not going to happen because it's way too convenient. I wish they would do like, you remember how like at Disney World, you could shop and the parks and instead of carrying stuff around with you, you could have it sent to the hotel room. Yeah. I wish they would do like, you know how you can order things through the app. Like if you're staying like at the hotel, when you're in the park, you could just order things in the app and have it delivered to your hotel room by the end of the night or by the next morning even, you know, wouldn't that be so, so convenient? That would be. I would love that. That would alleviate guests in the park or in the shops. Mm -hmm, Like so much. I'm thinking though, based off of just what I see on the trains, Mm -hmm. like around Tokyo and stuff, I think they might be having staffing, like severe staffing issues. Oh, they are. They've been having staffing issues for a while, but I think it's probably getting worse. Because like these... These like I've never seen these kind of ads before for cast members. Like yeah. I'm talking these big banners on the trains with like a minute long, two minute long. I can't remember how long it was, but like this long commercial mm-hmm. advertising it. Like it's like there's a lot going into that. Have you been to Cinema Xperi recently? No. Is there a commercial? Yes, there is. Before every movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Really? Yes. It's so interesting. I'm like, oh, wow, this is the first time I've ever seen anything like this. You know, I'm like, that's really? a really interesting thing. Huh. I never would have guessed. Well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But, but I think, yeah, I think they need, especially with the new land open, I think like already as a base, they needed, I mean, you can tell when you go to the parks, there's a lot less staff. I think as a base, they were already, already having staffing issues, but now they have to staff a whole new land that's going to be opening up in the future, right? So they need to probably get a, a start head start on that. Yeah. Oh, well, I hope I hope they can figure these things out because, you know, I love the parks. I really do. And I want nothing more than for them to do well. It would be nice if they raise the pay for the cast members. Then maybe yeah, they'd have I less that issues. Would, that would help, but... I would think. Mm-hmm. So I guess like this, like 2023, I think is going to be kind of like a readjusting year, even more so. Like we were kind of adjusting last year, but now that we have the borders open, there's going to be even more adjustments. We've been seeing a lot more international tourists, like not like anywhere near what we used to have, obviously, but um, definitely there's, there's an uptick, especially coming in from different parts of Asia. So starting, it's starting to happen. But it'd be good to see a little bit, a little bit more. Hopefully Tokyo Disney notices this and, you know, starts bringing back more vegetarian options for food, right? Because we were, they were doing that. They were doing all right with having like one vegetarian option at every restaurant and then 2020 hit and then they just got rid of it. It's all gone now, right? Which, fine, understandably so. So hopefully, you know, we start seeing that stuff kind of make its way back. Yeah, and this is like something that I've never understood. It doesn't harm them in any way to have a vegetarian option if you make it appetizing. You know, it's just that they would really not put any effort into the options they would offer because if you put effort, there's some fantastic vegetarian dishes like in the city, right? Mm-hmm. Like offer something really cute and something colorful and nice and delicious looking and people that aren't vegetarians will also order it, you know? 
Like, I don't understand why they drag their feet on this so much. I, I don't I don't know either. It would it would just make things easier. It would. It would. And I'm sure a lot of people would really appreciate it. Both vegetarians and non-vegetarians would really enjoy it. For myself, too. Like, I'm not a vegetarian, but sometimes I don't want meat. Yeah. Right? Like, I just don't want that. And in, in Japan, a lot of dishes are have some sort of meat in it. Sure. Right? Yeah. So it, it it is it is tough. Like I understand that. I and it's not easy. I don't I don't know what they can do. Like they can maybe advertise it as it's a healthy option because I've seen that before. Like at restaurants, they're like, oh, this is healthy. Like they don't like it's vegetarian. Offer it as a normal option and have like a mark that it's also vegetarian. You don't have to separate it so much because when you separate it, people are like, oh, that's vegetarian. I don't like, oh, it's, it's very extreme. For, I don't know. I don't know how the feeling is. But like when you offer it as like a special separate offering, then I think people are less likely to order. Just have it up there as a normal option and have it like a mark that it's also vegetarian. Yeah. I don't have a lot of hopes for vegan food, <laughs> like baby steps. It right? would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice, you know. I that oh, I, we're so far from that. Like I'm not even thinking about that because it's just it's like pulling teeth just to get vegetarian options, right? So and I know like a halal option was another thing that people were really asking for. Yeah, I've never the only place I've ever seen that has been Hong Kong Disneyland. Mm-hmm. That's the only I think I don't think Shanghai does. I don't think Shanghai does halal. I can't remember. But I know, I know for a fact that you know Hong Kong Disney was very adamant on having halal options, vegetarian options, and even vegan options mm-hmm. as well. Like in 2019, before all this stuff happened, they were doing like a vegan course dinner. Uh, I think it was a vegan course dinner, or a part of it was vegan. I can't remember exactly. But like there was, oh no, you can ask for it to be vegan. There was like a course meal, and if you asked for for it to be vegan. It was no issue. They would do it. That's so nice. So do that here. (laughs) Yeah, that's another change I would really like to see. Like, I would really like to see them start implementing if, you know, possible. The dining here has been lately all over the place, right? There's been, in some cases, some positive changes. In some places, the menu has been cut into like, I don't know. I don't even know what they're doing. (laughs) You know, like, it's just so up and down right now that it's very hard to predict what's going to happen in the future. Is it going to improve? Is it going to decline? We don't know because it's just been up and down, up and down. Yeah, like Oceano has, I've never seen this before, but they have like, they're having all the Duffy friends in the buffet. Like I know they've done Duffy stuff before, but it's always been kind of low key. Mm-hmm. And now it's like very Duffy like stuff. character like, cartoonish. Like Duffy. It's like not elegant anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost... Get out the printer, the food printer, print some pictures. <laughs> it's almost gone over, like, yeah. too far, you know? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, okay, like, yes, we wanted more Duffy, but, like, this is maybe a little too much. Let's put some quality into it if you're going to do it, right? Like, for Miracosta, Miracosta is a luxurious experience, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mind Duffy and Friends being in there fine, because I understand Duffy's in the that park. But they've done it before, and they've done really beautiful, elegant things with it. It's just right now, yeah. it's just like it feels lazy. <laughs> oh goodness, I'm trying not I'm trying not to be too negative. No, it's not. It's just it's 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 in flux. It, it, like I said, yeah. some there there have been some nice changes, and there have been some negative changes. I feel like it's just been a bit 
like the same as the as the standby pass has been a little bit inconsistent right i don't mind the standby pass fine but just like i i just wish it was predictable or yeah. like consistent as to when it, when can i expect to use this so then i can plan accordingly exactly. it makes it very hard to plan when i don't know if this is going to be on or not because it can kind of throw everything into whack. I would love a heads up because like when we went in December, I was really, really freaking out about it. I'm like, will we be able to have lunch or not? And it was fine. They they weren't using it that day. But like, I would just like to know, even if it's like a week in advance, let us know so we know what to expect. Like I would yeah. just like a little bit of consistency with the park experience. And I guess just for clarity for the standby pass for the restaurants, it's not all of them. It's just like a select few. Like it's usually like the more popular ones are like that. Like they don't put it on all of them. They That's put another like thing. Like which restaurant is it going to be? You know? Yeah. It's a case of you have to be constantly checking your phone, uh-huh. which I try not to do. Yeah. You know? So there needs to be a balance. And I kind of hope they figured that out. Me too. I think, again, a lot of this is somewhat somewhat new so maybe with time it'll become a better experience i don't especially know. for here yeah because the park our parks here held out so long before we even had an app like it was what 2019 before when we finally got it yeah well the other disney parks have had it for years forever yeah prior to that so Tokyo Disney is pretty new to it still because mm-hmm. they didn't even get a year out of it before everything shut down and completely changed. Yeah. So we're kind of in rough waters with this. <laughs> so like we said before, you're going to have a good time. You're on vacation. Yeah. It's Disney. It's fun. There's like happy music playing and cute snacks and people wearing fun accessories. You know, it's it's a good time. Yeah. Don't so try don't, not to stress too don't much. Don't stress and don't overplan. You know, just go in and have a good time, relaxed. But at least the stuff that we talked about, you're aware of it. Mm-hmm. You're aware of the pitfalls. You're aware of the things to keep an eye out for. So you're doing better than people that don't know this stuff. Exactly. Right? So you know. So now you're in the know. So that's why that's why you're listening. And we'll keep you. We'll we'll keep everybody updated. Like we'll probably. We'll probably do this again probably in a few months' time. Come the anniversary, things will change again. Yeah, I'm very curious to see how that changes after the spring. I am looking forward to the new parade, though. I am kind of sad to see Dreaming Up go, especially it really got the short end of the stick. We didn't even get two years out of it, like the full version of it. We didn't even get two years of that. I loved seeing Peter Pan and Wendy fly. I mean, that was such a special moment, you know? It really was. It just got... It was a cute parade. I can't believe the parade's ending. No, I'm I'm kind of surprised because like it's kind of like, I don't know, like a waste because you had this parade and it didn't run the full it didn't run the full five, five years. years, you know. But also it's good <laughs> that there's a new parade coming. I mean, it's all right. It's okay, because uh, I'm sure the new parade will also be fun and lovely. Yeah. And I'm excited to see the costumes, if we have dancers, <laughs> and I'm excited to see what that's gonna be like. I wonder if, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of like really curious because like maybe it'll be something where they, this is so weird, but maybe they will have the dancers on floats versus walking. I don't know. I don't know. It's like just so bizarre to me. Like what will you, what will they do? You know, are they going to hire dancers or not? So we'll have to see. And at Disney Sea, we have Believe Sea of Dreams, which has started. Which is amazing. Go see it. That show is so good. Priority. 
If you buy a ticket, yes. just come for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. It is a good show. It's fantastic. We talked about that a few episodes ago. So if you haven't listened to that episode, go back and listen to it. It's a it's a very good show. Well, thank you so much, Explorers, for listening. And uh, before we go about our Patreon, I forgot to do it at the top of the show. That's okay. We have a Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can head over to patreon.com slash TDR now. We have different perks and stuff. Uh, one of them is you get your name read at the end of read at the end of the show. So we're gonna do that right now. A big thank you to Acro Disney Girl, Adam, Amanda C, Amy B, Amy C, Mama Explorer, Benjamin, Brent M, Carrie, Crispy, Claire, Claudia, Dave, David, Baker, Kevin, Shani B, Harry, and Marina. And thank you to Jamie, Jose, Kathy, Lee, Marie H, Michelle, Marie, Sophie, Spoopy, Thomas, Kay, Alexandra, Lizzie, Amy, and Andy, Dana, Cassandra, Annie, Sonia, WWN, Paige. And make sure you rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher. I really need to rewrite that portion. We've been saying that for so long. <laughs> uh, Spotify. We're on Spotify. You know, the, all these places. And if you're if you're not already, hit that subscribe button or that like button or that follow button, whatever the verbiage is on whatever platform you're listening to hit us all the on. Buttons. Just just yeah, just sit it's there fun and tap to do the anyway. Screen. Keep tapping. <laughs> just tap the screen and something will happen, I'm sure. Uh, you can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, Twitter, Facebook, our YouTube channel, and everything. I'm Chris, one of the one of the hosts. <laughs> Chief content editor. I'm tired. I'm sorry. Uh, chief content editor. And yeah, I don't know. I'm the one that's going to be going to bed right away because I am messing up my lines. And joining as always is the wonderful Patricia. Yeah, we'll see you uh, next time. And we'll have lots of fun Disney and theme park stories. I'm also very tired. <laughs> you guys, we love you. Thanks for listening. <laughs> All right, Explorers. See you in the next one. 